0: This morning when I woke up, God really impressed upon my heart about prayer and things about prayer that fit into transformation, which I never saw before, but it was really, really interesting. And I think today, as a listener, you're really going to enjoy what the Lord showed me. Today's message is entitled, The Path of Prayer. Let us pray. Father, in Jesus' name, I come to you with a willing and humble heart that you will be able to impart this teaching the way you want people to hear it. And I pray for people that they will have willing and humble hearts so that they will be able to receive what you want them to to receive what you want them to see what you want them to correct in their lives and the direction you want for their lives. I pray for future listeners that they would be also have a willing and humble heart so that they will be able to see they will be able to hear what you want them to hear and have this anointing on your message for them as well. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Like I said, when I woke up this morning, God really impressed upon me about prayer. And he showed me in Matthew chapter 6, verse 7 and 8. When you pray, do not keep on babbling like pagans. For they think that they will be heard because of their many words. Do not be like them. For your Father knows what you need before you ask Him. (laughs) that's so cool that God knows what we need before we even ask him. So the question is, why do we go to God in prayer? If he knows what I need and what I'm going to ask him. Well, before I answer that question, let me direct you to John chapter 4, verse 24, which reads, God is spirit and those who worship him must worship in spirit and in truth and what popped out at me was the word worship the feeling or expression of reverence and adoration for a deity in other words god i got that from online dictionary and so why go to god in prayer if he already knows what we need and what we're going to ask him because he wants a, he wants to see our feeling of or expression of reverence and adoration for him he also wants to see our faith our patience our attitude our character we're talking about character here and so what is what exactly is prayer well prayer very simply is just talking with god like we talk with our parents Our friends. It's a relationship. God is all about relationship. And we talk about different things like money or raising our kids, food, life. (laughs) Life, basically. And when you pray, do you do all the talking or do you listen? Because it's a two-way street. And nobody wants to just have someone just talking to them, you know, blah, 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 and just keep talking to them without them being able to give any input. And so God's the same way. And in prayer, we talk to get things done. Do you need anything, God? Have you ever thought about that, about going to God and asking what He needs? Yeah, I need you to go and and talk with these people over here. I need you to do this over here. So when we go to God in prayer, do you just want to get something? Or do you want a relationship? In other words, I go to God in prayer because I have to. Not because I want to. But it should be the latter, that we should want to. Just like being with our friends or our family. You know, when we talk with them, do you want to talk with them? Or is it just something that you have to do? And so when we go to God in prayer, did you know that you can also pray a selfish prayer, an angry prayer? You can pray a prayer that's an accusing one, a bitter prayer, or just basically a a prayer from your feelings or unresolved issues. You know, when we go to people and we talk talk to people angry or bitter, their defenses go up. And they're just like, "Whoa, I'm not I'm not listening to you." But can God handle our anger? Oh yeah. You know, God's got broad shoulders and he can he can he can take on all the anger you want to give to him. But truly effective prayer is one we where we are in right standing with God. Being selfish, angry, bitter, all of that, that's not in right standing with God. Like your parents or friends. And so we can't stay in that state. We have to be able to resolve these issues that, that is happening in our lives. And another path to prayer in your life is in James 5.16, where we see, Therefore, confess your sins to one another and pray for one another so that you may be healed. A prayer of a righteous person, when it is brought about, can accomplish much. Now, let me give you a stern warning. Not to just share or confess your sins to just anybody. You must have some trusted friends that will keep your confidentiality. So that they won't backstab you or use it against you or blab it out so everybody can know what it is. But this is one of the ways that God uses that we can be healed. And this is part of transformation. So like I said, don't confess your sins to just anybody. But get a few people that you trust explicitly. That you can share things with. And they'll keep your confidentiality. That's very, very important. And so when we pray, a lot of times also we think about, wow. I haven't received an answer to my prayer yet. Number one, we have to make sure that we're in right standing with God. And number two, in Philippians 4, verse 6 and 7, Do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your requests to God. And the peace of God, which transcends all, All understanding will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. So we keep praying. But where does this peace come from? Well, from trusting in God and having done everything that we know how to do. There's been times that I haven't received answers to prayer. And I've gotten anxious. And the Lord's instructed me, keep praying. He says, keep coming to me. And in Philippians 4, verse 6 and 7, it says, Do not be anxious about anything. So, when I get anxious, I just, what do I do? I just just keep praying to Him. I keep thanking Him. I keep putting my request there. What is that doing? Well, that's building your faith and your patience. Your trust in God. That is very, very important so for no you know for no matter how many promises God has made, they are yes in Christ, and so through him, the amen, which means so be it, is spoken by us to the glory of God, that's in second corinthians one twenty and so. We see the character of God, which he is saying that how many promises God has made, they are yes in Christ. So from the time that I pray to the time that I've received it, this process is called building my faith and trust. And what do we do during that time? Well, worship, we praise, we Also go back to God, we pray, we reinstate that promise that he's made to us. And so I said that prayer is talking with God, like your parents. But there's a difference, of course, because when you pray to God, you have his promises there in black and white in the word, right there in the Bible. And we know God's character, which we also get from the word that he is love. And that's found in 1 John 4, 8. God is patient, which is found in 2 Peter 3, 9. And in that scripture, it's talking about the day of the Lord and all that. But we still see God's character, which God is patient. It's God's character, so we see how God is. But believe it or not, we still have that type of trust in our parents of their promises that they say and um, we get hurt when those promises aren't fulfilled. So when they say something and they promise something and they don't come through, I mean, none of us, as a parent myself, I'm not perfect. So I haven't been able to fulfill some promises that I made. And boy, do I feel real bad. And, but when that happens, it's called dashed expectancies. Then we get angry and we get bitter and hurt towards our parents, friends, God. What do we do? Well, we have. We have to watch this and understand that our parents aren't going to be, they're not going to be able to fulfill every one of our needs. So what do we do about dash expectancies with our parents, our friends? Well, you have to forgive, first of all. And second of all, you have to, to get different expectancies, a different frame of mind of what your parents and friends can do they're they're limited in what they can do, like I said, we're not perfect what they're capable of, but God is capable in ephesians three twenty of doing exceedingly abundantly above all that we can ask or think, and that's that's awesome when we think about God that's where our identity is our identity is found in him our expectancies are are in him and i apply this to my life and when i was already grown up my parents died and i was looking back on my life and what they did to me uh, which was a lot of abuse and What they didn't do for me. And I had to come to the realization that they were broken people. Very broken people. (laughs) But they did the best that they could with what they had and what they were. Which really wasn't much. But I had to forgive them. And as I kept thinking about every situation... That I went through. I had to keep forgiving them. Until the sting was all gone. This is part of transformation. And this is the process. Of death and rebirth. Until you're healed. In other words. You just keep going through it. Until you're healed. till the sting is is totally gone. And so. We we see with god his will is his word god's personal will for your life is something different than god's will god's will is is the word of god it, it's been true for every person that ever was <clears throat> excuse me is or ever shall be and so God's personal will for your life God may not answer a prayer that that the way that you want him to and in your time because as we saw his character is love and patience towards us like a father or mother is with their child or actually should be so it may not be the right time for this to happen in your life or it may not be what he ex—what he wants for you, wants for you. So this could cause dashed expectancies if you're not mature in the Lord. But, Lord, you promised, I trusted you, your faith, you know, my faith, it's just like, come on, Lord. Well, your faith just stopped working right then and there you have to get off of the throne and God has to be on the throne of your heart. Not the other way around. So from the time that we pray for whatever it is, if we haven't seen the answer in days, months, or years, we just keep following and trusting in God with the mindset that He is doing for me what he has planned in my life. His character is good. He has best intentions for my life. And what we have to keep in mind is it's not what we think is best for us, but what he knows is best for us. We keep trusting, praising, praying, and worshiping him. That's what our life is. That's Trusting and walking with Christ, walking with God. A lot of times we don't trust God because we couldn't trust our earthly parents. So we project that on God. So we have a lack of faith and trust in God. But what we have to realize about God is that he will always do what is best for us, even if it doesn't fulfill our expectations of how it should be done. You know, like I said, we live in an instant society and we want it now. But it will be done according to His plan, His purpose for you in the way and timing. The timing is everything with God and how He wants it done. He knows what's best for you so that you can go to Him, or that's why we go to Him every day. To find out what his personal will for us is. And we have to be okay with how we are now. You know, we We should be living in the present. And in the moment, but hopeful, trusting and standing on what he has promised in his word. Waiting for him to answer, answer us in his time. That's so important. Answer us in his time. So let me close with this. This is the confidence which we have before him, that if we ask anything according to his will, he hears us. And if we know that he hears us, whatever we ask, we know that we have what we have asked of him. That's First John 5, 14 through 15. So in conclusion, we must, number one, make sure that we are in right standing with God. We look at ourselves, we look at our heart, we look to make sure that we are not angry or bitter but that we stay in an attitude of trust patience and thanksgiving for him so that we may be able to receive his personal will for our lives not in the time in our time that we expected but in his time Remember, God's Word works if you work it, and it don't if you won't, because you shall know the truth, and the truth shall set you free.